after talking about what is a cappella music, how technical it is, and why say you performing this music genre are among the most technical out there, it's time for me to talk about the male Seiyuu who I wish were performing a cappella music more frequently, regardless if it is solo or as part of a 2D group. Let's check why this Seiyuu would be perfect for a cappella music and, well, kick a little bit about them. Let's kick off this episode of Seiyuu Lounge. Welcome to Sayu Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today's topic is Male Sayu that could impress as a cappella singers, part 1. This is an episode based loosely on several comments here on the YouTube channel as well as on the website about Sayu's singing skills. Most of you recognize talent when you hear it and you frequently mention who you'd love to either make a solo debut, join to the music projects or most recently perform a cappella music. Also a big thank you to the viewer and welcome for inspiring this episode as a whole. This is also part one out of two and that is because as I was writing the script for this episode, I noticed that there are many Sayu that actually have singing skills that could make them shine in a cappella music. Feel free to mention in the comments which of these Sayu you'd be most excited to listen to in a cappella music. So when I mention male Sayu that could impress as a cappella singers, I'm basing this off of their live performances so far, in which they have showcased just how remarkable their vocal range is, or they actually have performed a cappella before, but only for a brief opportunity and left me, and I believe many of you, eager for more. Let's talk a bit about these male Sayu and why they could impress as a cappella singers. Shotawai. This is an obvious choice. Have you heard Shotawai's singing skills and vocal range? Is out there on the top 10 best singers among male Sayu, which is a feature that in hindsight I should write about soon. And that is because he is incredibly technical and with a crystal clear high tone. Shotawa is a pure tenor, but he is also able to perform in four baritone if need be. This alone confers him the opportunity to perform from really delicate, almost ethereal songs to those more robust and, at times, quite aggressive. So he can sound angelic, which is, as a matter of fact, something that fans and media usually point out, but also sound a bit growly and raspy and that is an awesome edge to his voice. Aoi is extremely experienced as a singer, he has been active as a solo artist under different stage names for over a decade and that experience translates into perfect live performances that sound like a CD is playing. Is that pitch and tempo perfect? As far as his technique goes, Shotawa is a master of falsetto. He can go really high in those ethereal, breathy high notes, and those can actually enter, at times, in the female vocal range, which, for men, 
is not necessarily something that is easy to achieve. I'm not talking about sounding like a woman. With the right technique, any seiyuu can do that, and we have various performances in anime to prove that. What I'm talking about is singing while tapping into the women's vocal range. On top of my head, there are very few male seiyuu that can do that. It's Shota Aoi, Soma Saito, and Toshiki Toyonaga. And what they all have in common is that they are tenors with a ridiculously wide vocal range, more so than usual, which enables them to tap into the bottom of the female vocal range. Additionally, Shotawoi can sing any music genre. You will find him singing EDM, pop, but if he goes to R&B, ballads, rock, or even the overly theatrical visual K-rock subgenre, you will notice that his voice fits them all. And it is specifically in ballads that Aoi's voice shines. How delicate yet powerful he can be, the way he controls his emotions, the way he presents them to the listener, the careful yet technical way in which he sings, those crystal clear high notes. Aoi can potentially be a top or a lead in an a cappella group. Shunichi Toki, a sweet mid-toned voice that rests between tenor and baritone. Shunichi Toki is a wonderful singer. He is the leading force behind the lyrical pop group growth in the Tsukipro franchise, having shown multiple times how wide his vocal range is while demonstrating complete control and consistency in his delivery. If I had to describe Toki's style or singing in two words, I'd say technical and emotional. Since I came across him way back in 2016, I was instantly drawn to his singing style and tone. He is incredibly gentle in his performances, carrying himself in such a composed, confident way that you can't help but be mesmerized by it. Also, no matter how technical his performances are, he always looks like he is feeling the song and having a blast, something I deeply appreciate about the singer. For those not that familiar with Toki, he is the owner of a semi-raspy, semi-sweet tone that is neither tenor nor baritone. This alone enables him to comfortably perform in both voice registers and not sound like he is exerting himself while doing so. At the same time, while his solo career is relatively recent, he made his solo career debut with Pony Canyon in 2019, he has plenty of experience performing for some of the most technical 2D groups in the industry, Growth and Anthos. And let's not forget that he used to sing at jazz bars with his father, so he does have that stage and singing experience in a music genre that is so tricky and complex that not many singers can tackle it. Toki's high notes are crystal clear, overflowing with emotion. His falsetto and, at times, head voice are chilling. More often than not, I've felt goosebumps all over with his performances, regardless if it is in 2D groups or as a solo artist. But he can also perform in a theatrical way. Not only lyrical, but really intense, he can groovily perform city pop music 
and he absolutely excels at jazz music performances. Expect his lower vocal range in the baritone register to make an appearance in projects that demand powerful aggressive voices. It is no wonder that Toki was recently cast in the Visual K rock project Executioner. He can belt and drive a song forward and has a control that very few say you have. He could be a lead or a third part, making great use of his versatile vocal range. Daiki Yamashita Daiki Yamashita literally studied to become an opera singer, so is more than an obvious choice for me. Now, I need to make a disclaimer, especially if you are listening to this episode in 2023. If you are listening to it a couple of years later, then things might have changed. As of 2023, Daiki Yamashita has yet to show everyone how much of a powerhouse singer he is as a solo artist. ECDs have been really shy on this end, with Yamashita barely showcasing his vocal range and staying away from any technical things he could deliver on the vocal end. As such, when I tell you that Daiki Yamashita is an outstanding singer, don't go check his solo artist music. Up until and including 2023. His repertoire is far from being a perfect illustration of how genius his singing skills are. If anything, his solo career up until now has been quite disappointing, something that, as a fan, is quite frustrating to say. Now that the disclaimer is done, let's talk about how impressive Daiki Yamashita has been for groups such as Growth in the Tsukipro franchise, Lolo D in the Hanadol franchise, and Knights in the Ensemble Stars franchise. Growth, Lolodi and Knights are easily the groups in which he best showcases just how good of a singer he is. The first thing you will notice is that he is a tenor with a baritone edge. As such, he can go really high, but also pack a punch if he needs to go low, performing as a four baritone. Daiki Yamashita is one of those singers that will leave you in awe. He can perform vibrato, falsetto and head voice all without any issues. As such, he can easily switch positions within a group to provide a bigger edge on the low or high ends of the performance. This happens often in Lolodi's performances. One time you will find him supporting Shunsuke Takeuchi's bass vocals, the other, he will be toe-to-toe -to -toe with Toshiki Toyonaga's high notes. As he has proved so far, he is a master at delivering emotional, lyrical or even theatrical performances. This is where his technicality and control show, with him making crescendo soar to the sky, adding flourishes to heart-wrenching songs, or even adding so much nostalgia to a song that you can't help but to get emotional. His consistency and control are two things that easily make him stand out among the wide majority of male seiyu. Few can drive a song forward as powerfully and consistently as he can. I can imagine him being a second lead in an a cappella group. Yoshiki Nakajima is often underappreciated and underrated, but truth is, 
Yoshiki Nakajima has an impressive vocal range and has an even more amazing singing range. As a singer, Nakajima is a tenor that can easily perform in four baritone style. He is insanely technical, having absorbed much of what he now has as a performer from, surprise surprise, Gakt, another terrific singer. He can have a low, booming voice and is able to control his tone and sustain it for a whole performance without giving away how that is not his natural singing range. He does so for Sam's songs in the Idol Master Saidam franchise or even with Himmel in the Fabulous Night franchise. At the same time, he can sing in his natural tenor range, which is higher than you would expect in his performances with You Make or even Ryusetai. He can showcase both in varying degrees in Servanity's songs, shifting voice tones as he sees fit, making sure that he perfectly harmonizes with Yuichiru Umehara. That is something that not many singers among male seiyuu have, which is to say, outstanding active listening skills that enables them to harmonize with other singers or easily notice changes in pitch and adapt to those on the fly. Nakajima does have these and depending on what the performance needs, he will deliver accordingly. If on a live show, someone in a group performs slightly differently, he easily compensates for that, giving a twist to his performance in order to make everything sound harmonious. It will also make sure he never misses a beat and that whoever is singing with him is in tune with him. If that's not possible, yet again, he subtly adapts his performance to match them. As a result, you will hardly find a group in which Yoshiki Nakajima is a part of performing in a weird way. They may sound slightly different, but never off, and that is because it does the intangibles that a good singer should have. He is paying attention to the performance and those around him. He is confident in his technique and control to the point that he always sounds really good live. Now, where Yoshiki Nakajima shines the most is with Pionix and Tobari. In a way, these two are basically the same group, however, they have fundamentally different songs that require different styles of singing. It is in songs like Moonlight that you get to listen just how much of a driving force he can be, even when he is not in the spotlight. At the same time, it's in this performance that you can hear his falsetto, a natural growly vibrato, head voice and all the technical crescendos he can do. By the end of the day, with a wide vocal range and a technique that impresses, Yoshiki Nakajima is a hidden gem among male seiyuu. I can imagine him being a third part, which is a high baritone or low tenor, or a fourth part, a baritone, much in the style of Tetsuya Kakihara for Lil Happy. Soma Saito When you mention the best singers among male seiyuu, you have to mention Soma Saito, regardless if you like him or not. He is a pure tenor with a wide vocal range that goes from those really high F5, F6 notes already in the female vocal range to the low ones in the F2 or even F1 range. In a way, while sounding completely different in terms of voice tone, Somasaito shares the exact same vocal range as Toshiki Toyonaga, 
perhaps even having more in the lower end than Toyonaga himself, which is impressive. Saito is pitch perfect in a live setting, which is remarkable. Usually his performances are just like in the CD, sometimes even better when he gets a bit more confident or comfortable on stage, and decides to impress either with his vocal range going higher than usual, or his technique, in this case adding flourishes to his performances. He is not the type of singer that ad-libs with ease, something that could be considered a weakness if he joined an a cappella group. Saito himself has said that he is no good at improvising. However, given his sheer control over his voice tone and his wide vocal range, that basically ends up not being an issue. And while he doesn't have a natural vibrato, he does know how to mimic that technique in a way that sounds more like R&B riffing than a normal vibrato part. Is this an issue? It can be, but then again, you do not want the tenor in your a cappella group to be vibratoing his way through the song, that is basically a task for the baritones in the group. But what he lacks in the vibrato, or even the improvisation departments, he compensates with his outstanding falsetto and head voice, techniques that he has mastered. Good examples of that are his performances in Mirrors or Zakuro. In Mirrors, he performs fully in-head voice, while in Zakuro, he delivers the full chorus in falsetto. Both performances show his prowess as a tenor singer, especially when you talk about tapping into those high notes. At the same time, he has delivered performances in the low register with Genesis in Humeiro Cast, as well as low performances with Screamo with Medicode in Fly Me Project, the pioneer 2D Visual K project. How growly and low he can sing makes him unrecognizable in those performances. His tenor range and sweet singing tone go out of the window, and what you get is Somasaito completely transformed into a different singer. It is amazing as it is scary. And this is something that makes me say that he is one of the best singers among male Seiyu. He not only has a ridiculous technique, but he also is able to become someone else and perform in a different singing tone and with the vocal range that is not natural to him, while maintaining a high quality. And he can do so consistently and powerfully, be it on CD or live. And that is what makes a big difference, setting him apart from most singers among Miles Seiyu. At the same time, he can literally sing any music genre, because his voice fits any music genre, and when it doesn't, which is rare, Saito easily adapts to it and, as a chameleon, he is unrecognizable. So yeah, among all the singers I mentioned in this feature, and even with his weaknesses, Soma Saito is still the best equipped to perform a cappella music. He has a vocal range that goes from natural tenor and even female vocal range to low for baritone and even, on odd occasions, for bass. Saito has shown countless times that he is insanely versatile as a singer, going from crystal clear ethereal performances to sexy ones with riffing or even downright aggressive with, you've guessed it, screamo in the mix. 
Over the years, he has been active in more than a dozen 2D music projects and he has almost always been the lead vocal in the groups he's a part of, and that's due to how his voice melds with others. Adding to all of these is Soma Saito's active listening skills, which are heightened due to him also being a musician and composer, his pitch-perfect performances, those easy harmonies regardless of who is singing alongside him, and he has a sense of rhythm and timing that is impressive, best shown in his rapping with Flink Posse in the Hypnosis Mike franchise. Somosato has shown glimpses of his talent as an a cappella singer with his performances in the Idolish 7 franchise as part of Trigger. The most notable one being the a cappella rendition of Last Dimension. All this to say, I can imagine Saito being responsible for the top part or the lead in an a cappella group. And this episode flew by. While I'm here talking about all of these awesome male seiyuu with singing skills well worth stopping everything you're doing just to listen to them, I feel like there is nothing like checking their performances to understand why I consider them as technical or as good as I mentioned. Even if you are not a fan of some of the seiyuu I just mentioned, I still welcome you to, with an open mind, check their performances in the 2D groups they are a part of or their solo artist work. If you don't know where to start, visit handthatfeedshq.com and search for their names or reviews of the CDs they or the 2D groups they are a part of have released. You will find a link in the description of this episode. In that way, you can better understand the technicality of the performances and hopefully my reviews can help you follow a specific voice from start to finish and notice all the details I just mentioned. Now tell me, which of the seiyuu I just mentioned would you love to hear performing a cappella music and why? Let me know in the comments on YouTube. And remember, leave your comments as complex or as simple as they may be, and you can be featured on upcoming episodes of Seiyuu Lounge. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the Hand at Feeds HQ's weekly mail Seiyuu and music-related content, hit the subscribe button. I'll return next week with another episode of Seiyuu Lounge. We're going to make a pause in these acapella theme to talk about the best releases of the first quarter of 2023. Thank you for listening and I'll see you guys around. <laughs>